Blog Talk Radio. Christ, 
the Lord and Savior of your life. And many Christians stop right there. They make Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of their life, and that's it. Now, I sure don't want to belittle that, right, Marianne? We don't want to belittle that. Right. Because, I mean, that's your ticket to heaven right there, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's a a blessing, amazing, powerful, amen? And uh, so, you know, a lot of people have a good foundation on on the foundations of of the Christian faith, but they stop right there after making Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of their life. Now, I know my, myself, after I got born again, um, I didn't know. I didn't know there was more. I didn't know. Marianne, right. did, did you know there was more? Um, well, my experience was a little bit different than yours, I think, because I was introduced to it all kind of rapidly, so it all kind of came quickly. But, but yeah, I mean, obviously it came later in my walk with God. So, yeah. Yeah, amen. And, um, you know, I I tell you, I, I, I'm not belittling any churches or anything like that, but um, I was raised, you know, in a great church that taught the foundations and and Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Praise God for that. But listen to me, people. Don't stop there. There is an experience called the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Now, there's, the Bible talks about three baptisms. Number one, the first one, is when you get born again. You are baptized or set into the body of Christ. Do you have a role to play in the body of Christ? Are you hearing me? You have a role to play. Number two, after you get born again, the Word of God says be water baptized. Baptized into water. That's symbolic of getting baptized into Christ and in identifying with his death, burial, and resurrection when you come out of the water. But then there is the the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And many Christians neglect and reject. I I mean, out of all fairness, a a lot of churches don't teach this. So, I mean, how, how can you come against the people when it's not being taught from the pulpit? Right, Marianne? Exactly, and and that's where I can kind of chime in here, um, because all the watered-down messages and all the, the love-based messages, they may draw people into the relationship with Jesus, but it's the power of the Holy Spirit that's going to keep them walking in the Spirit, keep them walking where they're not going to fulfill the lust of the flesh. Like Galatians 5.16 says, walk in the Spirit. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Well, if the Holy Spirit baptism is not being taught, how are people ever going to walk in that power that they need to walk in? Secondly, how are they going to minister to other unbelievers or believers? Um, How are they going to minister with power? Let me tell you, James, you know the story, but... Our, our audience does not. When I went to a rehab center, center years ago and I was ministering there, I decided that night that I was going to pray in the, during prayer time. I was going to pray in the spirit over the women there. I was going to pray in tongues. I was going to just let the power of God flow through me, okay? That night was the most powerful night I have ever had ministering to anybody, anytime. And even the women afterwards were like, that was so powerful. You, you know, I was, I was giving prophetic words, words of knowledge. I was praying with such power because it was literally the power of God flowing through me. The Holy Spirit, his spirit was flowing through me to minister to these women. And they, there was testimony after testimony of how powerful of a night it was. Well, the devil doesn't like when people flow in the spirit of God because a few days later, the actual owner of that rehab facility contacted me and said somebody, had, somebody that was on looking had kind of told on me that I was praying in tongues because they must have not have liked that. And I was told if I come back, I'm never to do that again. So the enemy wants to stop the power and the flow of God, but we need it, and we need it more than ever. 
And I believe that in these end times, we need it more than ever, don't you think? Absolutely. Oh, these end times, man, it is dark. Now, I just want to ask you this. So when you ministered, it's interesting you're calling it a flow, because when you were ministering mm-hmm. in that power, it, it came easy, didn't it? It was a flow. You, you weren't... You didn't have to work up anything. It was just a flow because you were submitting and letting the Holy Spirit minister through you and pray through you, right? Exactly. And we need the power of the Holy Spirit to minister to others. Without him, we're toast. Let's face it. We are not going to impact anybody for the kingdom of God, and we are not going to do it on our own. We need him. We need his power flowing through us. And you know what, what's sad about that, Marianne, that, that whole testimony that you just gave, that if anywhere, come on, if anybody needs the ministry <laughs> of the Holy go. Spirit, it's at a rehab facility. Hello. Exactly. How are people ever going to be set free Walk in, they need to learn how to walk in the power of God and they need to learn what the presence of God feels like. They need to get in touch with that because that's the only thing that's going to pull them out of that lifestyle of drugs and alcohol is the power of the Holy Spirit. They will not want those um, worldly things, those, those counterfeit things that the devil offers. Absolutely. And listen to this. We have a spiritual enemy, Satan and evil spirits. Amen. That's the enemy right there. And so if we're going to overcome them, we have to be walking in the spirit. The only way to overcome them is through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The, The church is powerless without the Holy Spirit. Like I said before, we can walk around and give, you know, the messages of love and we can tell people Jesus loves you. But you know as well as I do, when you speak a prophetic word, it cuts right through all of that and it goes directly to the heart. Well, if you're not walking in the Holy Spirit, if you're not walking in the power, if you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with power, you're, you're not going to be able to minister, you know, 100%. You might be able to minister a lower percentage, but 100% holy God has to come from his spirit. Absolutely, and think about this. God is our creator. He created us. And if we are going to minister to his creation, come on. We need right. the Holy Spirit, the one who created us, to flow through us so he can minister through his creation. He, listen, he is just looking for yielded vessels, vessels who are willing mm-hmm. to stop. So much is trying to be done in the flesh in the church. And, right. I mean, right. this, this is why we have pastors who are dropping out of the ministry because you know what they're, they're kicking against their flesh they're trying to do things on their own they need to draw strength from the holy spirit they need everything that god has to offer amen you know james good point because like you said they're getting tired they're getting tired well yes you know a few minutes ago you just said to me Marianne, when you were flowing in the Holy Ghost, when you were flowing, it was easy. Yes. You see, when, when they're trying to do it in their own strength, it's not easy. But if we have that, the Holy Spirit power flowing through us, it, it is easier to minister. It's easier to do everything. Well, let me tell you something. I know in my own ministry, when the Holy Spirit... Uh, when when I sense the anointing starting to flow and it's on me, okay, so to speak, um, and flowing through me, I get energized. I get excited. I get focused. I remember um, down in when I was ministering at Oasis Church of Joplin in Joplin, mm-hmm. Missouri. I mean, there was like I, I don't know. There was, had to have been over a hundred, hundred and fifty. I don't know, maybe more. Um, John and Sarah uh, from there, they they could tell me more about that. But 
I remember pro- I, st- I stayed hours after that meeting and just prophesying to each person in that meeting. And I kid you not, every person said, there was not one person that said I missed it. Why? Because I was letting the Holy Spirit flow through me, and I was energized. I was charged. Now, <laughs> when you leave those type of meetings, and the, and the anointing, that, that anointing kind of wanes a little bit, then you start to get tired. But in the moment when you're ministering, you get charged up by the Holy Ghost. Amen? And I love, and I love how you use the word vessel. You've used that a couple times tonight, and how... We are just the vessel for the power of God to flow through. And that's what we need to take into these end time revivals. We need to, we need to keep it in mind. It, it's not in our own strength. It is not about us. It, it is all about God. It is all about letting his spirit flow through us. And the devil hates that. The devil hates that. And that's why he does his best to try to keep it out of the body of Christ. Because he knows the power in it. Right, James? Eh, he knows the power. He knows the power in it more than us, and that's why he tries to distract us. He tries to pull us away from prayer time. He tries to make your mind say you're being stupid when you're trying to pray in the Spirit. Now, it's a little too late for that for us or for a mature Christian because we've experienced the power of God. We know the power of God that's in it. But there is nothing more that the enemy wants than to keep believers from receiving the Holy Spirit baptism. Listen to me, people. It's not a Pentecost thing. It's not a charismatic thing. It's a Bible thing. Because I'm looking here in Acts chapter 19. Listen to this. It says, And it came to pass that while uh, Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. Okay, so these were obviously born-again Christians. This was, this was uh, Acts chapter 19. This is after Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, and he ascended into heaven. This is the New Testament church. Are you hearing me? So Acts 19, mm-hmm. starting off at verse 2 now. He said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? <laughs> right. Let me say it one more time. Okay, listen, people. Paul said to certain Christians, disciples, they love Jesus or else they wouldn't be called disciples. He said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. Wow. Are you kidding me? Does this not represent uh, quite a few people in the body of Christ today? They get born again. They, they, they're saved. Praise God. But they don't take the next step. Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believe? That verse is saying there's more. There's another step that you need to take. Well, didn't I receive all of the Holy Ghost when I made Jesus Lord of my life? Well, evidently not. Because the Apostle Paul asked some Christians, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? No, no, we didn't even know there was one. So here we are, Marianne and I tonight on this podcast, we are saying there is more. The Holy Spirit baptism is a second experience, and it will rocket ship you in your personal life and in your ministry. Amen? Amen. Wow. And Mm. I think what's so frustrating is that the devil, he puts all these lies into even Christians' minds, um, you know, saying it's not for today, or or it, it, it is strange, and it is weird, but the things of God are strange, and the things of God are weird. And, you know, in Acts Chapter two, after people were after the people were filled on the day of Pentecost, after they were praying in tongues, um, people said that you know the, these people were drunk in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. They that they you know they said they're just drunk. 
that's all. They're they're drunk. Well, it's just it, it's so annoying to me how the devil makes the things of God look weird or strange, and then Christians they put it aside because it's too weird and it's too strange. But it's biblical. Yeah, well, and that's a case of it, the, where the Bible says the natural man, the flesh, does not receive the things of God. All that does is exposes the carnality within uh, a mm-hmm. lot of Christians' lives. Where, listen, here, now l- let me blow your mind with something here. If you want to walk in the power of God, let me give you something, a bibl- biblical truth to meditate on. We are first and foremost a spiritual being. We are a spirit being. We're a spirit being. We possess a soul, mind, will, and emotions, and we live in a physical body. Our spirit, man, and soul, we live in an earth suit, our physical body. So you are first and foremost a spiritual being. So when someone, a Christian, okay, a born-again Christian, it cannot receive spiritual things, okay? He doesn't want, mm-hmm. he or she doesn't want to receive spiritual things. Well, that's just showing that they're lifting up the flesh above the spirit man. They're going against their very nature. Think about that. They're going against their spiritual nature because we are first and foremost a spirit being. When I first uh, learned about that, Marianne, it blew my mind. Oh, for sure. And, you know, as somebody who was raised in religion and, you know, didn't find Jesus and get saved until I was 25, um, and after, you know, being in a church that was not spirit-filled and was not doing the biblical things in the Bible, it was hard to wrap my head around it. But if you press in, and if you stay in the word of God, and if you have good mentors surrounding you, you're going to know that it's biblical. And you're going to know that it's biblical to walk in the spirit, walk in power, pray in tongues. All of that is biblical. And it may seem strange at first, and it, but you have to work past that. You have to work past those emotions and those feelings because once you are flowing in that, it's not weird. You know, yeah, and, it becomes and, like, like second nature. Yeah, and Marianne, I think there is another enemy, okay? <laughs> we have Satan yeah. and demonic spirits, which are bad enough that are coming against the body of Christ and against humanity. But then within the church, Marianne, there's another enemy that is worth talking about. And you hit the nail right on the head, tradition. Tradition, right. if you want to hold on to tradition of man, it's going to stop you every time from moving forward with the Holy Ghost, right? Amen. Amen. That's so Absolutely. true. Oh, tradition of man. It will, it will totally short circuit the power of God. Man, I am feeling the anointing of the Holy Ghost, the presence of God in this house right now. Now, listen, anybody who's listening to us live right now um, and you want to call in for prayer, I want you to give you that opportunity. And whether you call in or not, it doesn't matter to us because we can preach the whole time too. <laughs> Amen. But if you want to call in for prayer, Pick up the phone. Give us a call at area code 516-387-1991. We would love the opportunity to be able to pray with you over the podcast tonight, anywhere in the world. Again, that's area code 516-387-1991. And I don't know about you, Marianne, but I'm having a blast tonight on this podcast. Definitely, and I hope people receive this, and I hope that they, um, I pray that they would begin to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, that they would take this message, hear it, and just go after it, go after God and the Holy Spirit with all they got. Yeah, and you know what? It all starts 
with a spark on the inside, doesn't it? It all starts yes. with a spark. They hear a word like this. They hear truth from the word of God because we can we can give you our just natural words and human wisdom, and it won't do a thing. But when we start putting scripture and sowing the seed of God's supernatural word, man, look out. So if you are listening to this podcast right now and you are you have never received the Holy Spirit baptism, maybe you've never even heard of the experience. Maybe you have and you've been putting it off for a long long time. Today, tonight is the night for you to accept and receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit into your life. Again, if anybody wants prayer, pick up the phone, give us a call 516 387 1991. And I want to encourage you as well. I know in the beginning of the podcast, I talked a little bit about our life coaching. Don't let that title fool you, life coaching. It's not a watered down, humanistic life coaching, you know, thing like that. No, no, this is a ministry. It is a, we totally, we let the Holy Ghost rip over those sessions okay and uh in people are walking away with a blessing I, I ministered to a to a woman of god last uh yesterday actually and she sent me th- like three emails already giving me praise reports of of what god is doing since then she received the holy spirit baptism and her prayer language all right she started praying in tongues and she said it was just the most awesome thing she she was so excited it was awesome so if you want to take advantage again it's free we 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 do not charge anything if you want to take advantage of uh our life coaching sessions go to revivallifecoaching.com and at the bottom just scroll down to the bottom of the page you'll see an email form just put your name and all the information on the bottom, and we will get back with you. You have your choice um, between myself or Marianne, whoever you prefer. It doesn't matter to us. We just want to be a blessing to individuals like you. Isn't that right, Marianne? That's right. Um, Yeah. I'm not sure. I think you're probably going to take a break pretty soon, and then um, I want to transition into the other thing that we were talking about earlier and how when the unbeliever comes into the church, how, you know, what is going to keep them there? That's what I want to talk about next. Oh, man, good stuff. We have 32 minutes left on the podcast. So, you know what, I am going to just take a a few-minute break here. Just kind of we're going to wind up and get ready to finish out this hour strong. And we're believing for the Holy Ghost to minister to you through this podcast. So I want you to sit right there and don't move because the Holy Ghost is going to do some powerful things. See you in a bit.
Welcome back to the Revival Now broadcast. James and Marianne Brandt here with you for another 30 minutes. We're doing a doing a one-hour podcast tonight on Revival Now. So I'm going to turn this over to Marianne. She wants to kick this last half hour off, and we're just going to let the Holy Spirit flow. Amen, Marianne? Amen. So before the break, the little break we took, I had said, what is going to keep the unbeliever in the church? When they walk into a church, what is going to, okay, we know what's going to draw them in, um, messages on salvation, Jesus, all of that. But what is going to keep them there? What's going to keep them there is the manifest presence of God. What's going to keep them there is the power in the, of the Holy Spirit flowing through that church. I know for me, when I stepped into the church that I grew the most in, every single time I would walk in that place, the presence of God was there. I felt different every time I walked into that church. I felt so different that when I left, I didn't want to go back to the the party lifestyle that I used to live and the drugs and the alcohol. And I want to kick this part off with the scripture And it's in Ephesians 5.18. And it says, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. I also want to read the same verse in the New Living Translation. It says, Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And what I want to encourage unbelievers with is that you can be you can be filled with the spirit so much that you actually feel drunk, but you're not going to have the nasty hangover. You're not going to have all the embarrassing stories. You're not going to have the regret. In fact, you're going to have healing and joy, and your worries are going to be gone in the presence of God when you get drunk in the spirit. And and you know, James, people think it's strange you know when christians say they're drunk in the spirit or when you when you look at one of those old revival meetings that you've been watching and you see people who look drunk right right but when i was in the world and when i was drunk on alcohol i'm sure that sober people were looking at me like what an idiot right oh yeah absolutely sure yeah. And so it's like they these these the people that are living in the world and all they live for is the next party, the next drug, the next drink, all of the counterfeits that the devil has to offer, they need to realize that you can get all of those same feelings without all the bad side effects in the church. You oh. know, the church yeah. has become the church has become so boring, James. So boring. I know, I know. There is nothing like being filled, so filled with the Holy Spirit, experiencing the manifest presence and glory of God that you feel, literally you feel drunk in the Spirit, as we call it. Now, you're right. I mean, people in the world, they think nothing of it. When you're in a bar and you see someone sloshed and drunk and they're, they're falling down all over the place, but hey, if a Christian's so filled with joy and the Spirit of God, and they kind of, you know, sometimes a, a person's uh, personality kind of plays into it. Not all the time, because I've seen people, <laughs> I've seen people that they're the most reserved people. But man, in a service, when the Holy Spirit has touched them, it's electrifying, and they come alive, and and they're just the joy of the Lord overtakes them. So. You know, it's just amazing to me how a lot of Christians think that that God is against uh, the joy. God is against you having <laughs> right. fun in church. There is nothing wrong with it. God created joy. He created you with you know wanting to laugh and and have fun. You know, a holy fun. And so you're right, Marianne. All of these other things are crap. They're crap. They're distractions. They're diversions. Because we were created to have fellowship with God. 
We were created to, to live in his presence. And I'm telling you right now, everything apart from that that people try to get happiness from, it is exactly that. It's a, it's a diversion. It's a counterfeit. Because the individual is really wanting the presence of God, and they don't even know it. Isn't that right? That's right. And it's just, you know, if they could just experience that, James, they would just see that God is not boring. And, you know, the enemy makes sin look so fun. And honestly, I'm going to be real honest and raw here. When I lived in the world, um, and I was out drinking and partying, I was having fun. Now, all the side effects were not fun, but for the most part, it was fun until, until, you know, crap hit the fan, and I started getting drunk driving and, you know, all these different things that caused all this pain in my life. Well, the Bible so, says there's like the pleasure Bible, in like sin for a says. season. A season, and the thing about with God, with the pleasure that comes from God, and being in His presence and being drunk in the Spirit, is there is no consequences. There is, you know, it doesn't lead to death. It doesn't lead to anything negative, right? It leads to um, all good things, and then it carries us right into eternity, where we're gonna we're going to experience that joy and that drunk feeling in the spirit forever and ever and ever. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's it, what it is, what it really is. It's, it's a joy. It's a heavenly joy yeah. that overtakes. The I know uh, some people get so offended by hearing drunk associated with God. It's, we're right. just saying it's, right. it's like a joy. It's the joy of the Lord. It's his presence. The, his glory comes upon you. It, it's, Amazing, and Marianne, I'm telling you, it's it's beyond me how some pastors they're afraid of offending people. They they don't want anything like that going on in their church. But that's the very thing that their church needs to be revived. Amen. Well, you know, I guess you and I can be the rebellious teenagers, and we can start having some Holy Ghost parties, some Holy Spirit parties at our house. Or- I'm ready. You know, Who's we'll, in? We'll just, Who's in? Are you, you, you all are invited. Amen. We're going to have some Holy Ghost parties. I mean, I've always found it interesting how, you know, there's the Holy Spirit and being drunk in the Holy Spirit. And it's all of those things you just said, right? And then yeah. it is so interesting how when you drive past a bar and how the enemy has used the word spirits for alcohol. And, you know, it's just yeah. – it, these two things are very relatable. They really are. And, and there's a reason it's in the word of God because people, they, they want to experience a, a high and they're just choosing the enemy's counterfeit highs. And, and they could have all of these things that we're talking about. And so I do think we should start having some, you know, your revival meetings are Holy Ghost parties, Holy Spirit filled parties. So Oh yeah, the revival experience meetings. In fact, yeah, we're gonna be start we're gonna start those up again. So all of you listening, yes. we wanna invite you just kinda stay tuned into uh, our ministry and us on Facebook and all that and and we we are gonna be starting these meetings because I'm telling you, I have been stirred up, like I said, the last few weeks, four weeks I have just been so stirred up in the spirit. God is getting ready to break out like never before. Uh, a mighty end-time move, awakening, revival. I don't care what you call it. But the Holy Ghost is getting ready to break out. In church, we need to break out. Break out of your tradition. Break out mm-hmm. of, of your carnal mindset. Be open to everything that God has for you. Amen? Amen. And you're right, James. Revival, it always starts in the church. It's going to start in the body of Christ. And you and I are, we're we're fun people. We're fun Christians. We don't want to walk around and and represent a God that is not fun because he is. He has a sense of humor. 
He is fun. And serving him is fun. All of these things, we want to represent him in that way, you know? Absolutely. And I am, I, 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 what can you say? We're revivalists. We, I, I love igniting revival fire everywhere I go to minister. And, and just I, I love leading other people into that experience of the, uh, of, of the Holy Spirit. First of all, getting them born again, of course. And, and you, you're, you're our little evangelist, evangelist in the house, right? And uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> Mary, right. We always say that. Marianne is the evangelist. And I'm the, the revivalist slash prophet teacher, whatever. But, yeah, so we got a good combination going here, people. But, listen, I, we love leading people we, into that, that fun experience with God. Because you know what? The Christian walk is not boring. There is nothing more exciting. There is not, not a greater adventure than being led by your creator, than experiencing his mm-hmm. presence. And he takes you higher. He takes you higher when he gives you visions, when he gives you dreams. I'm telling you, when the gifts of the Spirit begin to flow, and he begins using you to speak words of knowledge and prophetic words, Marianne, there's nothing like it in this atmosphere. There really isn't, and and I I just know how powerful prophetic words were for me when I was still walking in the world and, and, you know, doing things my own way, and then somebody came along walking in the Spirit, walking in the power of the Holy Spirit, which is what we talked about at the beginning, and they said all these prophetic words that just cut right through all the bull crap in my life, and, and it just cut right to my heart right to my heart and ministered to me right where I was at. So, oh, my gosh, walking in the spirit is so, so important. I pray every believer on this earth right now would receive that and they would get a hold of this teaching, you know? Yes, amen. And, and, you know, the thought just came to me. I'm believing this is the Holy Spirit. Just think about, church, how much farther along the body of Christ would be on this earth getting people oh, born yeah. again, getting them healed, delivered from from demonic spirits. If every Christian took that next step and received the Holy Spirit baptism, you shall, oh, Jesus wow. himself said, wow. listen, Jesus himself said, you shall receive power. Okay, power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So how many Christians are trying to minister in their own strength and in, in their own ability? Friend, I don't know about you. I can't do anything on my own. I need the Holy Spirit to minister through me. Marianne needs the Holy Spirit to minister through her. If we're going to make an impact on this earth. And Marianne, listen to this. Kenneth E. Hagen once, I believe it was him, he he said some people live and die without entering into the first step, the first stage of the will of God for their life. Oh, Are you kidding gosh. me? Can you imagine That's when sad. you go 60, 70, 80, 90, even 100 years of life on this earth and you don't even touch the tip of the will of God for your life. Mm. Now that to me that's heartbreaking hearing that. Oh, absolutely. And listen, in the, there's, it's never too late. Smith Wigglesworth, I think he was in his, what, late 40s, early 50s, some, like somewhere in that age range. He, he was an older gentleman when the Lord called him. He received the Holy Spirit baptism. He was a plumber, a plumber by trade, and he got radically saved, received the Holy Spirit, and this man was, he, God used him to raise the dead. Miracle signs and wonders. Listen to me. It doesn't matter how old you are. God can redeem the time and use you in a mighty way. So I, I just have, a, I, I just had a vision of an individual. There's a man listening to this right now. This podcast. I don't know if he's listening live or the archive version later. But you're like sitting down. And you're thinking in your head, it's too late for me. I'm too old. God can't use me. Well, you're the very one that God is ministering to right now. Lord, I pray. Oh, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost Mm -hmm. all over me right now. In the name of Jesus, 
Lord, I pray the Holy Spirit would come upon this man. And yes, just your Lord. presence would ignite fire on the inside of him, fire of the Holy Ghost, in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Man, listen, you yes. need to raise up, you need to stand up, lift both hands to the Lord, and say, Heavenly Father, fill me, baptize me with your Holy Spirit. I want to be used by you. Just do that right now and watch what happens. Watch what God does in your life. He's getting ready to rocket you, rocket you into outer space, spiritually speaking, in your ministry. He is getting ready to redeem the time. You, sir, yes, I'm talking to you. You have a beard. You were sitting in a chair. You have a gray beard. And you were looking depressed. Yes, I'm talking to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, stir up this man's spiritual gifts. Something happened in the past, and you got thrown off course, and you thought it was too late. God says it's not too late. This is a divine appointment for you, sir. Get ready. Oh, I love when the Holy Spirit starts yes. ministering to people Woo. individually. <laughs> Woo! Awesome. See, we're not ashamed. That's another thing. There's, Christ, there's some spirit-filled Christians, but they're ashamed of praying in tongues. They, they would never tell anybody that they do it, and, you know, they, they would never <laughs> do it in front of you. Hey, don't, now's not the time to be ashamed. You need to get over that. Right. 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 That's right. We are not ashamed of the Holy Ghost. for He is the only one of the Godhead, the Father and Son, Father and Jesus, they're in heaven. The only part of the Trinity that is on this earth to help us in our life and ministry is the Holy Spirit. Do not reject the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. And we can't be ashamed going into this time where... Um, you know, we're in the harvest. This is it. This is Absolutely. it. This yep. is it. And we can't be ashamed of the gospel. And we can't be ashamed of flowing in the Holy Spirit. We cannot be ashamed of those things because that is the very thing that's going to push us through. You know, when, it, when times get hard, it's going to push us through. And it's just going to release the power of God on this earth to bring revival, Right. That's right. Amen. That is so true. So, wow. As, as you were just speaking, Marianne, I was just getting a word of knowledge. There is a Laura, a lady by the name of Laura listening to me. You have a bump uh, right behind your knee. It's, it's a good-sized lump. I want you just to bend down, put your hand over that lump right now. In the name of Jesus, I curse that lump at the root right now. I command that lump to disappear in Jesus' mighty name right now. I lose healing through your body from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. I command that knee, that whole knee region to be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Listen, if anybody else wants prayer, we only have 11 minutes left on this podcast. If you want a quick prayer, uh, give us a call at 516-387-1991. Marion, I know a lot of people are probably just nervous to call in. I get it. But, listen, we're having a good time. The Holy Ghost is here, and, uh, man, I'm starting to feel the gifts starting to flow on me. <laughs> Hallelujah. There, uh, there is, Amen. It's, it's so powerful when the gifts of the Spirit start to flow through us. It is just so awesome just to see how people's lives are transformed. And that's what the gifts of the Spirit are for. It's to profit the body of Christ, to build up the body of Christ. Amen. 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 So, listen, 10 minutes, pick up the phone, give us a call, 516-387-1991. And uh, I'm also monitoring uh, Facebook here. In our page, there's, if you go, well, you're there, if you're listening to us, you're on that page right now. You'll see at the bottom there's a uh, chat room. If you go to the chat room, if you don't want to call in for prayer, feel free to uh, right. type in your prayer request, and we'll definitely uh, pray for you on the podcast tonight. 
Yeah, and just know that for the next time, too. You know, if they're too afraid, you know, too shy to call in and actually talk to us, they can always go and and type it in that chat. And I just want to encourage you, if someone calls in, I'll tell you what, we will flow in the gifts of the Spirit. If, If we feel the Holy Ghost has given us a prophetic word or a word of knowledge, this whole podcast, Revival Now, is is Holy Ghost filled. It's we want to honor the Holy Spirit. We exalt Jesus Christ, exalt the Lord Jesus Christ, and we want to honor the Holy Spirit. And when you honor the Holy Spirit, you're going to exalt Jesus Christ because it's the Holy Spirit's job. Come on, to exalt Jesus Christ on this earth. Amen. Amen. And right now, I just want to pray for anybody listening whose heart is hard, is hardened, um, you know, to the things of the Spirit, that that the Holy Spirit would soften your heart right now, and and that it would include pastors. And I just, I pray that all over this nation, all over the world, that pastors who have hard hearts, hardened hearts to the things of the Spirit, that, Lord, you would begin to soften those hearts right now in the name of Jesus that you would begin to break the traditions of man and that you would soften hearts. And those are the two things that I, that I hear to pray for is just breaking traditions of man, all, you know, breaking all denominational lines. I'm praying for every denomination right now. When I say this, that you would just soften their hearts to the things of the spirit, to walking in the spirit, to the Holy spirit baptism. I know God right now that there is, such a refreshing in your word. And so, Lord, I pray that those scriptures that talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that talk about the power of the Holy Spirit, I pray that those things would be illuminated and jump off the pages to pastors all over the globe right now in the name of Jesus and soften their hearts so that we can have a powerful church walking on the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I come in agreement with that prayer. And Marianne, again, as as you were praying, I got a word of knowledge. There's a Kim, Mm. Kim listening. You have an elbow problem right now. I don't know if it's dislocated. There's some kind of an elbow problem. Just put your hand over your elbow, Kim, right now. And I, in the name of Jesus Christ, I loose the healing anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ right now through your elbow. Elbow, I command you to be put in proper position and for the joints, ligaments, tendons, every part, be healed, be mended now in Jesus' mighty name. Right now, be healed. Be yeah. Glenn. There's a Glenn right now. You have an issue in the brain. It, Glenn, right now I speak to your brain. I command the blood to flow freely. Flow freely. Every blockage be removed right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now. I speak healing to that brain right now. Every part of it. I command every chemical, Glenn, every chemical in your brain to be healed. That brain be healed, mended. All the yes. frequencies, every part of that brain function properly in the might. Every lobe right now, both lobes, be healed. Be healed. Come to life, every part right now. In the name of Je- Heal Glenn's memory. In the name of Jesus. Restore his memory right now, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Wow. There, there is a flow yes. right now, people. Hallelujah. Listen, if I'm speak, whoever, Kim, Glenn, uh, Laura, whoever you are, if that's you, send in a, a praise report or something uh, yes. when this happens, yes. because this is just, it, it encourages the body of Christ. Amen. What else, Marianne? What else? You got anything? I just actually right now as I'm walking, because we're in the same house, but we're in separate rooms, and I just feel the presence of God so strong in our bedroom. And I actually, I don't know if it's because we brought up being drunk in the spirit, but I am actually stumbling in the room. I mean, to where I feel like I can't walk straight. Like my eyes were shut, and I and I kind of, you know, walked a little funny. I feel the presence of God. I just feel 
You know, so it's strongly. interesting when when you it, there's something about it when you when you preach about the Holy Spirit when you talk about the Holy Ghost. Guess what? He shows up with signs and wonders. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, Lord, we right. thank you for your joy. Lord, yes. I pray that the manifest yes, presence and glory and joy that Marianne and I are experiencing right now. Lord, I send it through. I yes. send it through that smartphone. I send it through that laptop yes. computer. I send it through yes. to that individual, whether they're listening live right now or on the archive version. I send it to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Man, I'll tell you what, I feel such a boldness right now. Maybe you're yes. listening. You can, you can kind of hear it even in, in my voice. It just... It's like you get turned up a notch in the spirit, if you know what I mean. And I'm feeling that, and I'm seeing that we have we have four minutes left here. So really, we got a minute with the outro. I would love, I would love for us to come back on another night and really dive into the presence of God. Really talk about the manifest presence of God. So you think we can do that soon? Yeah. Oh, we're absolutely going to do that, 100%. Mm-hmm. Marianne, thanks so much. We are going to do a lot more of these. People, thank you so much for listening. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. What a shame that there's only a couple minutes left. But, Lord, I just speak blessing and healing to that individual mm-hmm. right now. Yes. And I'm encouraging me and Marianne are encouraging you to receive everything the Holy Spirit yes. has for you. He has not forgotten you. He's waiting for you to take that next step to closer to him, and he will fill you, and your life will be changed like never before. Go to jamesbrandt.org, go to cministries.com, and go to revivallifecoaching.com. We want to have a session, a life coaching session with you to minister and pray with you. Everyone, until next time, advance the kingdom of God. God bless you all.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.